Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hello there and welcome back to This Song Is Yours. I'm Simon Fink, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here with us for episode 310. Today we have a very special guest joining us. It is none other than the incredible Australian dance producer, KLP. She's recently helped set the mood for our forthcoming Aussie summer with her single, Feelings. This track is an absolute banger and it follows a series of sensational songs that she released earlier throughout this year. Now, KLP's journey in the Australian music scene continues to be an inspiring one, and in today's episode, we're diving deep into the making of her latest hit. We'll explore how feelings came to be, her approach to working on music with a deadline, her passion for mentoring and giving back to the music community, and so much more. Before we dive into the conversation with KLP, please make sure to subscribe to This Song Is Yours on your preferred podcast platform. You can also stay updated with our latest episodes by following us on social media. You'll find all the details in the show notes for today's episode. We also want to say a massive thank you to Skylar from Warner Music Australia for their help with today's episode. Here is our conversation with KLP. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, KLP. Hello, how are you doing? Hi, I'm really good, thank you. Thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, it is a very busy time for you at the moment, I believe, so I appreciate you uh, lending us some of your time. No worries at all. <laughs> um, it is incredibly exciting at the moment because there is a brand new KLP single out in the form of Feelings. Congratulations. How are you feeling with this track thank now? Thank you. Uh, I'm feeling, um, pardon the pun, really <laughs> good about it. Um, yeah, this song, it was a really cool song for me because at the start of the year, I set myself a little bit of a challenge um, to try and every time I was on a flight to just knuckle down and make a new track from start to finish, roughly. And so this song was originally called, uh, it was called Sydney to Perth. <laughs> And it wasn't too dissimilar to how it turned out in the end. It was it was pretty much um, how it is. Um, I kind of did it and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm in a flight bubble and I think this is good and I'm going to get home and it's going to be terrible. And I think I waited a few days and then sent it to my manager and was like, I did this thing. I don't know. Is it good? Is it not? And he was like, no, 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 this is good. And so then I brought it back here, kind of tidied it up, but it was largely there and started playing it in my sets. And again, I didn't know how it was going to connect with people. 
And as soon as I started playing it, it just got such a good response. So it developed into this song. <laughs> well, it is a huge track um, from the, the life span that it's already had. I know it's only been out for a number of days, but I've already seen quite a few people um, dancing to it, it being played in clubs, it being played in cars where we've been driving down the main street of the CBD. So um, I think already it's off to a pretty great start. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it, I've had really nice feedback on it, which is um, great. And just so nice as well. Sometimes when you're making music, especially this track, it just happened so quickly. And as I said, I was in this aeroplane bubble. I just had no concept of reality of if it was working or if it was good. So the fact that it turned into a release and people seem to like it is kind of a nice 100%. feeling. I was wondering um, whether you might be able to take us behind... I guess how that kind of works, especially if you're, as you said, you set yourself a challenge to to write and kind of produce a song while while on planes. How does that differ from how you would usually do it in the studio? I imagine it's a little bit more restrictive um, being in a plane or maybe it's more inspiring. I'm not totally sure <laughs> how that would work. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason it seems to really work for me because I have no other distractions um, and I also have a time limit and that for some reason just works well for me. Um, this particular song, because it was the first time I was attempting to do something like this, I didn't really plan ahead. And so I hadn't saved a lot of sounds and things offline or like on my computer. And so it was challenging, but maybe a good challenge because I was forced to kind of think outside of the box. Um, you know, I started the, the drums and everything and then I was like, ah, oh, I need a vocal. And I have a bunch of acapellas that I often use and like send out to different people to, to use. And so I was sitting there on the flight and I was like, oh, maybe I've got some of them available that are downloaded on my computer. And I just kind of went through and found this particular one. It was in a different key. So I kind of pitched it up and, you know, messed with it a little bit. But I mean... If I wasn't in that space where I had to just find something that was downloaded and available on my computer, I probably wouldn't have found that vocal or I would have written something else mm. for it. Um, so, yeah, it was a little bit of a different process to if I'm here. My studio is just in my house and so I'm constantly, like, pottering around and doing different things. Um, so having that confined space and time uh, restraint was probably a good thing for this song. Do you find that, um, I guess, how many... Iterations. How many vocal samples did you kind of go through before you landed on on this particular one? Oh, probably not many, because um, I don't think I had many saved <laughs> on my computer at the time. And I was like, "Yep, that'll do." Just chopped it up. Didn't really think it would. I didn't think it would stay in the track. I thought it was just a placeholder. Um, and then pretty quickly it was like, okay, let's take it out of the available vocals that we've sent out to other people because <laughs> I'm now using it. Um, yeah, so not that many in this one. That's actually pretty good. I imagine that that's um, quite a nice feeling to have where it wasn't too, I guess, too much digging and kind of um, diving to find the certain right sample for the track. Yeah, I mean, this song came together really quickly. It was just one of those ones that I was like, oh, that that was just pretty easy, you know, pretty seamless. Like, um, 
yeah, so it was it was kind of nice doing that. I mean, vocals always come pretty quickly for me. They either come quickly or they don't, mm. and then I know that the song is probably not working. <laughs> I try not to to push it. Um, vocals are just definitely they're like my main thing. I like love working with vocals. Is there any difficulty as well? I guess with this um, writing on a plane or producing on a plane because. Um, sometimes in the studio when you kind of come across something that's working really well, the, as you said, like it's, you're finding success with it quite easily. There's an element of the, um, I guess, like an adrenaline rush, like a lot of excitement. Is that difficult to kind of maintain or kind of like deal with when you are in such a small confined space as well if you're riding while in an aircraft? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, for me, there was no adrenaline rush other than I'm going to finish a thing (laughs) before we land. Um, And it's still kind of like that. Like, it's definitely an exercise just to work on my skills and speed and production. Um, But in doing so, I hope that good things come out of it. And there's actually two other songs that I started the same way that they're not quite finished, but they... Uh, they're looking like they're going to turn into things um, that will come out. So, yeah, I don't know. It kind of starts as just purely an exercise, like a training exercise for me, but then sometimes it works. And maybe because I'm not overthinking it, it's that pure kind of creativity or something, perhaps. Yeah, it just seems to work for me. So my manager's like, keep writing songs on planes, (laughs) Christy. (laughs) Look, if it's delivering results, then that's fantastic. Um, Yeah, yeah. Was that always the way for yourself in terms of um, writing music and producing music? Having it more like uh, task-based driven? Um, No, not always. I've always written music and I know that's like such an easy thing to kind of throw away and say but literally I have like I remember being a kid and my dad like gave me like a four track I don't don't remember what it was but I have just always written songs in my head or you know I've just been very creative with that that type of stuff um and I guess it comes from that place of like really loving it. Like I always I sometimes try and check in with myself and life and be like, okay, if money wasn't a thing and what would I be doing? Am I still doing what I love? Like, am I doing it for the right reasons? And I think I would, like if I didn't have to work a day in my life, I would probably just have a like fucking baller studio, but still <laughs> make music. Um, but I do think ever, like the last few years, having less time, um, so I've got two kids and so having less time has actually been an amazing thing for me. Um, it just seems to work with the way my brain works. And I, again, I think it's taking it back to that pure creativity thing. I don't have the luxury of all day to sit and listen to inspiration or the overthink it. I have such limited time and so I just have to be in the moment being really present and just throw ideas down and try not to overthink it and it yeah, it just seems to kind of work for me right now. I'm hoping it, it still does as I have the luxury of more time as my kids get older. Well, of course. I imagine that it must be... Um uh, and I can only imagine, so I say this from a place of not knowing myself, but um, that like juggling being a mum while having like a career like this where you are kind of, I know that you've been travelling uh, recently, writing music everywhere, that it is like that you're... 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Able to fit in music writing and producing when you can and try and have that balance yourself. Is that, um, I guess, firstly, do... Do the kids understand? I think they are quite young, so I apologise if they don't. Um, do they yeah, understand no, no. what mum does? Do they kind of get a concept of music making? Yeah, they definitely, I, I think they understand what I do, especially the older one. She knows that I write songs and I make music and I perform. Um, I don't think she understands exactly that that's probably more uncommon as an <laughs> occupation for a parent, um, but she definitely gets it. Um, and for me... I find time because, like, it's my job and I'm really lucky that it's my job that is also a passion. Um, But I get up every day and I'm like, okay, it's time to do what I do and, like, this is just what I do and I'm really lucky and blessed that I do work full-time. Like, a lot of my friends, they have other um, jobs that they need to do. Like, for me writing music, making music, whether it's teaching music or doing workshops or playing shows, it's all music related and like that pays all my bills and um, I'm pretty lucky that I get to do that. So for me, it's just it's just what I have to do and what I choose to do. I absolutely love that though. It's, um, it's a nice <laughs> approach to, to, or like a nice perspective to have on it. Um, just then I know you said that all of the roles that you kind of play um, music-based or music-focused. I would love to, um, for a minute, just talk about format, which is, I know is a um, an incredible kind of, um, I want to say it was like a workshop thing in conjunction with W Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. So I've done those kind of things for a long time. I've been involved as like an APRA ambassador. Um, I'm also an APRA songmakers mentor. So Um, It's like a program where they send around um, professional musicians to high schools and we write music and, you know, teach writing music to high school students. Um, I've also run some songwriting um, camps and workshops myself in the past uh, for female non-binary artists. And so it's just always in the back of my mind that if there's an opportunity to do something like that, I'll try and make it happen. And I stayed down at W Melbourne earlier this year and I met Becky, who's this amazing um, woman that works there. And we kind of got to talking and she mentioned, oh, she'd love to do something with me. And so I straight away was like, here's some, <laughs> here's some ideas. Um, and we just kind of bonded on this idea because it's something that W, Mel- oh, sorry, w Hotels do internationally, um, in particular in America, with um, another DJ producer called LP. GOB and she does an amazing job with this huge program called Femme House and 
it's I guess inspired a little bit by that. Um, the very first thing, very first time we ever did something like this. So we didn't really know who was going to come. We didn't know what their skill level was, um, and it was just really fun to have that space and have essentially like a brand like W Melbourne that's just so cool and reputable. Spend you know, time and money and energy in this kind of space on music. Mm. And it was a free workshop for the attendees. And it was just, yeah, it was just such a cool thing. It was a workshop, DJing, production. They also had um, another great uh, manager called Lauren Miko do a bit of a workshop on branding. Um, And then we did a panel at the end that had a lawyer and uh, an all-female uh, a lawyer, booking agent, another DJ, myself, um, manager, all kind of chatting. So it was really inspiring and just such a cool space to be a part of. That's absolutely awesome. I know that there is, um, obviously, we've come a long way in terms of um, diversity and representation in the music industry um, over the last number of years. But I think, uh, who was it? We recently had um, Miss Kanina on um, on this podcast and had a very similar discussion in relation to like that we can still continue to push that. So it is very like um, very inspiring and very positive to see initiatives like that where we've got um, female identifying and non-binary people having like opportunities like that because I feel like some workshops, some um, other places aren't necessarily built for that. So it is exciting to see such mm. big brands like W and like yourself become involved. So thank, thank you for your involvement with that. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks. I mean, honestly, from a really selfish point of view, as I get older and the more time I spend as an artist, it, there's so much, I think I've said this a few times in, in interviews, there's so much focus on yourself. It's like, like my social media mm. posts, like come to my shows, like my song. And it's really, that's like part of the gig, but it's nice for the focus not to be on you and to try and, you know, give back and um, work with others. And so I always find that I walk away being really inspired myself, whether it's that kind of environment or say, for example, the APRA Songmakers Workshops where you're there helping others write their music. So it's all about them and you're just aiding them. But at the end of the day, I always walk away feeling so inspired to write my own music. Mm -hmm. So whenever I do one of those workshops, you're kind of giving a lot of energy but then I know at the end of it I'm going to yeah in in a selfish way probably go away and write great music myself because it will have trained me and put me in that headspace to to do so I love that though it's kind of like mutually beneficial you're (laughs) you're helping others and they're in turn inspiring you so yeah it works for all parties yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah um I know that um feelings is the latest single, but I know we've also had other singles this year. Freedom, we've had Body Close, Big Emotion. It might seem like a bit of an obvious question. Um, are we working towards something bigger or are we, can we talk about that? Um, yeah, <laughs> I've got an EP coming start of next year or like first half of next year. Um, so I'm just finishing the songs off that. And I thought I'd chosen the songs, but then I flew back from, or flew over to Amsterdam. I think it was on the way over because it was called Sydney to Singapore um and I wrote another idea and came back and was like I think this is a thing and again my manager is like this is definitely a thing you've got to finish it now um 
But I didn't get quite as far with that one because they were just feeding me drinks on the plane, so I think I got very distracted. Um, But, yeah, working towards finishing those off and then, like, a bunch of other collaborations. Like, I love collaborating with people, so hopefully they'll all come out um, in the next year too. That's super exciting. Is there anything – we won't uh, push for any details on on who you're collaborating with. Are there, I guess, any characteristics or kind of – certain things that you look for in a collaborator? I look for people that work quickly because I work pretty quickly. So, for example, Ludes, who I did Freedom with, we started working together because I just hit him up on Instagram. I had this particular song and I think it's actually a song that's going to make it onto my EP and I'd kind of taken it so far and I was like, oh, I don't really know what to do with it. And then I hit him up being like, would you be keen to kind of get involved in this? And then we just started throwing things backwards and forwards. And we have so much music (laughs) that we've been working on together. Like, it's kind of crazy. Um, So, yeah, I guess speed, it's just easy ease. Um, Another collaborator I love working with is Dave Winnell. Um, We'll often, like, send each other things back and forwards. Um, I'm t- really trying to work with people that are nice. Mm-hmm. That's a fair <laughs> Which seems quality to request. Yeah, that seems a bit of like obvious. Of course you'd want to work with nice people, but there's like lots of people that aren't nice and that are um, uh, there's lots of ego and yeah, I'm trying not to focus too much energy on those people. I think that's very yeah. smart. I think as you kind of said, it's it's a simple request, but I think it's a basic one that should be done and sometimes it always isn't. So I think it's very justified that you picked a nice as a yeah. quality. Yeah, unfortunately, sometimes the bigger the artist, the less nice they are or the bigger the artist, the bigger the ego perhaps or something. Mm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, y- yes, as, as I won't comment too much on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> KLP, we would usually ask our guests um, what they're currently listening to. Is there something at the moment that's on a high rotation for yourself? Ah, what have I been listening to? Let me look at my Spotify and be like, what have I listened to recently? I really love this band, Joy Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. My Spotify is a mess because it's <laughs> it's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star mixed with... Like my, uh, what's it called? Release radar when, you know, every week when it kind of gives you new releases mm. will be, let's have a look at it. It'll be something good. Here we go. Wheels on the bus by the Wiggles, followed by KLP, LPGOB, <laughs> Disclosure, Mark Knight. So my algorithm is really a mess. Um, yeah, maybe I'd probably say Joy Anonymous is like my new recent thing. I, or I really love the Barry Can't Swim album. Mm-hmm. Um, I love listening to that on planes. It's like such a nice flying soundtrack. Very solid record. Very solid choices, actually. I think that um, oh, thanks. The, the release radar, it's almost like your two worlds coming together. It is, it's like a, um, a showcase of reality almost in an, in an audio form. Yeah, I always brace myself for what the what's the yearly like wrapped yes, they uh, do Spotify like Spotify wrapped yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure mine will have some kind of Kerbal Kids <laughs> song in there. <laughs> I look very forward to if you do decide to share your Spotify wrapped, I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the mixed bag that it does deliver. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's just the truth. 
Um, KLP, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast and congratulations on the new single Feelings, which is out now. But um, yeah, thank you again for your time. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Thanks. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.